Hey friends, this is Sugbury, and I am the host of Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so thankful that you even found us amongst all of the podcasts of this world. I've got a great show coming up for you, and if you enjoyed it, will you do me a favor? Wherever you're listening to your podcast, would you rate it? Um, Hopefully it's going to be a five. Why do we do this? Because it allows us to rise up amongst all of the other podcasts. And why do we want to rise up? So we can bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest corners of the world. So would you partner with us, rate the show each and every time that you listen to your podcast, and I will love you even more for it. This is Sugbury, over and out. Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. Hi, ladies. This is Suge Burry, and I am the host of Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. Not cold topics, hot topics. What is the topic we got today? It is so hot on fire. You're all going to want to listen to this. This is part two, by the way. And you know what we're doing right now? We are Zooming. I am Zooming with the most beautiful ladies on earth. So I encourage you to go on YouTube, look up under Him For Her uh, Women's Hot Topics and see what you can find there. But this is sponsored by Him For Her Ministries. And if you go to himforher.org, H-I-M number four, her.org, you will go right there. You'll see all five of our initiatives. And the most important thing on that whole webpage is the donate button. Why is that? Because we can't put on the show without your donations. We cannot help women across the world bring the gospel to the darkest corners of the world without you. We also do prison ministry, prison mentoring, and housing. So, you guys, I'm just, who am I? I'm a nobody. I'm Suge here in Minnesota, but I need your help. And if God has blessed you, I'm going to ask you to bless other people. This is part two of a really exciting show, and it's called Freak Out or faith. And I am with two of the most beautiful women I know, Reagan Kramer and Linda Burns. Linda and Reagan, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a blast. Thank you. You know, ladies, go to YouTube and rate this thing because, you know, we've got a beautiful gals on here. Not only that, we want to, to rise up to other people's radar. And the more ratings we get, the more it rises up so that we can encourage others in faith. So today's topic, Freak Out or Faith, part two. On the first part, we talked about what does freak out mean? What does it mean to be afraid? Why do we freak out as believers? Or is it just for unbelievers? So listen to the first one. And then the second um, point that we brought up was keeping it together in faith. How do you keep it together in faith when the world seems to be falling apart? And that's why this topic is so hot today. There's riots, there's mayhem, there's unrest, there's COVID, there's kids home from school. Lordy, Lord, Lord, that's enough right there to make you go crazy and and have a freak out session. And so um, we talked about prayer and worship and how important that is. We talked about knowing God. We touched a little bit on loving him and he loves us so much. And I don't believe you can be in love with Christ without reading his word. I find it very difficult. He gave us his word and he really wants us to lean into it. So the next thing I want to talk about is not only get into God's word and the power of his word, and that is how do you get intimate with God? We left the last show with, you know, how do you have a relationship with a God you can't see? What would you say, Reagan, on that? 
How do you get intimate with God? Mm-hmm. Definitely the verse that keeps coming to, uh, to me the last couple of months, actually, with uh, all the things going on in the world is love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, in all your strength. And that is so much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But that is what God calls us to. And it is because he wants us to know him. He's made us. He knows everything about us. Each of us have been in his mind before the foundations of the creation of the earth. Mm -hmm. So for us to think about that, he wants that intimacy with us and that love from us. And in the first show, I said the same thing, um, that he wants to co-labor with us in what he's doing in this world. And I believe even though things are hard right now, if we can love him and be with him every day in the word of God, through prayer with other people, lifting each other up in Jesus Christ, getting to know. I get, wake up every morning and I'm like, Lord, I just want to know you more. Mm-hmm. Show me more. And if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Spirit in you and the Holy Spirit can reveal so many things to us that I don't think sometimes as even believers, we understand the power of that. He tells us to worship in spirit and in truth. So we need the word of God, but we also need to ask the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And he reveals and he shares and he loves and that intimacy we cannot get anywhere else on mm-hmm. this planet. You know, you brought up a, a word over and over that I really appreciate, and that's ask. A-S-K, ask. Ask, seek, and knock. Also in the book of John, it talks about, uh, I believe it's John 14, it talks about the fact that to, to believe in him and ask for anything in his name and it'll be given to us. It doesn't mean you're going to get a Ferrari. It means that when you agree, well, you might. Let me know if you do, because we need donations. But outside of that, I think what's really important is to understand that we need to ask. Ask God. If, if you, okay, Reagan, you had said, um, you know, to, to love him with a whole heart and soul. Well, if you don't feel like it, ask him, God, I don't feel like I'm yeah. love, I You know, I just help me, Lord, be, because it's so bizarre. You know, our faith comes from him. Yeah. And so, Linda, I want yeah. you to share a little bit about um, intimacy in your life and how do you achieve it with God? <laughs> You know, I that's my life verse that Reagan that Reagan um, recited, and I was actually thinking the opposite. Like, God has knocked on my door. God has knocked on my door. Yeah, it started to a long time ago, and I went, Nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like it. I don't want to stop my life. I don't want to stop doing this. Is really mm-hmm. fun. You know, good, bad, no matter what I was doing, God has been knocking on my door. And I think it's important to recognize what that might look like. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. maybe you feel discontented. And instead of going everywhere else for contentment, turning to God and allowing mm-hmm. God into your heart. Yeah. That's really the blessing, to feel that and have that all the time. Mm-hmm. So whenever, for me personally, when I start to deviate from, and sometimes it is discontentment, sometimes it's anger, frustration. If I turn back to God in prayer mm-hmm. and in word and his, look in his word, I am filled up again. Mm-hmm. Amen. So it yep. doesn't matter about circumstances, right? You know, the word that I'm always looking for um, in intimacy when I'm thinking about God, if, if I start to feel like I'm drifting or I don't feel very close to the Lord, I got to ask myself, yeah. am I praying? Am I in his word? But most of all, here's the most important. Have you repented, Shug? You know, and that brings intimacy. Now, hang on. Just hang on, listeners. What's that fancy word, repent? Where are we? But, you know, this is not just a church term. This is God's term. And in scripture, um, what he means by that is to turn from. 
So if I have been sinning in my life and I confess it and I give it to God, oh, Lord, forgive me because I did this or I thought this or I felt this. You know, oh, Lord, you know my heart. You know, thank you for loving me. Forgive me for my sins. That's confessing. But repenting is turning and walking away from what you used to do and to turn toward Christ. And so what does it do? The other day, Reagan had sent me a video that I watched, and it just, it was about some of the troubled times and things that are going on in our life and how important it is to repent. Were you trying to tell me something, Reagan? I don't know. But anyway, so I, I watched this and listened to it when I'm out gardening. I'm outside. I gardened the whole yard because it was so good. And not only that, then I dropped to my knees outside under the skies, and I started to ask for forgiveness for everything. Mm. Asked everything I could possibly even think of. And, you know, if the Holy Spirit dumped it on us, we wouldn't be able to handle it. But what happens is that when we're when I'm done, I'm crying. Yes, I'm crying. And the weird thing is she literally called me the second I got done praying. But the cool thing is, is that I felt so close. Mm-hmm. I felt so tight with God. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that repentance, turning away from, brings us closer to him. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into the next thought, Linda. Um, get the love thing right. You've heard me say it. It comes. I'm, I've coined it more than my own pastor Joel Johnson has from Westwood Church. Get the love thing right. How does that um, work in your life to keep you from freaking out? Dolly just got goosebumps. You know, um, I was thinking when you were talking. I was thinking of when the riot started happening. I was broken. I mm. cried. I cried out to God. I cried. I have lived in the city. I have worked in the city. I have worked with organizations, ministries within the city. It broke my heart to see what was happening and to know that somebody, you know, was feeling so much pain and anger mm-hmm. that they would do that. Mm-hmm. That that made me so sad. So I think um for me, you know, knowing that God is calling me during this time to step into the fire mm-hmm. with all of these other people in prayer mm-hmm. and love into mm-hmm. their lives, mm-hmm. whoever I come across Amen. within the situation. Yeah. So that's one of the ways that I, that, you know, letting the situations that come into life take you to your knees. And sometimes you don't even realize that you're not, your heart is not open mm-hmm. to allowing God to work through you. Yeah. So, speak it, sister. I you just said that so well. Thank you so much. Hey, friends, if you're just listening, my name is Sugbury, and this is Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. We are talking with Linda Burns and Reagan Kramer, two of the most beautiful people on this planet. So tune in to YouTube so you can witness their beautiful little Holy Spirit faces. Look who's talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, just I'm so excited about the topic. It's called Freak Out or Faith. Why did we do this? Because of the chaos that's going on in our lives today. And I promise you this is not the end. You're going to have chaos. If you got kids, mm-hmm. chaos is going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you deal with people in general, chaos is going to happen. If you are a believer in Christ, chaos is going to happen uh, because the enemy wants to rile us up. And so we're talking currently about getting the love thing right. Reagan, can you share a little bit about that in your life? Sure. And I think you made a really good point. I think part of getting the love thing right is repenting. Mm-hmm. Because if our hearts are not with Jesus and we haven't asked him to forgive us for what we got going on mm-hmm. in our 
in our lives and even repenting on behalf of our city and our country and our nation. I mean, I've get, I'm getting together with women every Monday night, and it's been powerful because we are repenting not only ourselves but for everybody else. Um, and it's just in deep humility, you know, because Jesus is right there with us. But mm-hmm. getting the love thing right, I think, is also being prepared. And when I was in uh, Haiti in 2010, we were at the end of our trip. I climbed up a ladder by myself to pray and worship at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and thank God for this amazing time that he had worked through this team I was with, and we were at a special needs home, and it was incredible. I walked down that ladder full of peace, Mm. full of love for whoever came to me next, and within 10 minutes there was a 7.5 earthquake where two hundred over 200,000 people had passed Mm. after that. But if I had known that was going to happen, and if I was not prepared, just in that little worship time with him, I think he he planned that out for me. But Mm -hmm. I would have been full of fear. I would have been paralyzed. I would have been freaking out. And I can't even, I can't describe in words that the peace that I had and the strength that I had, it was scary. But like to know what to do next, Mm -hmm. to love on people and encourage them and help them. And so there is something... Getting the love thing right is also the first and foremost being with him mm-hmm. so we can do that with others. You were being present. That's what you would say. A hundred per with him mm-hmm. so I could be present with others. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And you know, you brought up a good point. Have you ladies noticed that God prepares you seasons ahead of time for something that happens in your life now? I mean, I've been seeing it across the board, yeah. even in churches, like they're already doing online services and then boom, who would have guessed everybody would be home watching online? Do you feel that way, Linda, too, that God prepares you for like a season in life before it happens? Yeah, I found myself, actually, I went through a period of time that was really difficult about um, 10 years ago. And I I would run home in the middle of the day and just get on my knees and pray because I had so much anxiety. But I, re- but I decided every time I felt it, I was going to pray. During COVID, I found myself going back in prayer mm-hmm. the same way. Actually, before that. God started just prompting me to pray more, and I kept thinking, what? What is going on? Hmm. What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Look at how he prepared you. And those of you who don't yeah. know, um, Linda and Dan um, own a company on Grand Avenue, and they uh, had to board up their windows during the riots, and they were watching the looting and everything going on. So that was a freak-out moment. But we're yeah. uh, you know, just so thankful for the Lord and his word. And so... In Scripture, we need to know his word. But more than anything, that Scripture, remember I talked about um, ask and believe. And if you ask in his name, the power of Jesus Christ's name, it'll be given to you. And so let's talk a little bit about the power of Jesus Christ's name. Have either of you had like a revelation or something happened to you like, whoa, that was so cool because I prayed in the name of Jesus? Oh, yep. Wow. <laughs> it was actually a couple years after... The earthquake, I had gone back to Haiti with a friend, and uh, it's a little intense. Someone asked us to pray over a woman who was, like, 19, Mm -hmm. and she had actually been dedicated to Satan as a baby, and I didn't know that. And I was with my friend, and we are like, sure, we'll pray for her. And we uh, just hovered our hands above her and started praying in the name of Jesus. And it was very—my friend actually was tongue-tied for a minute because there was power against us. Mm. But the more—I just kept— the Lord kept giving me his name and then some verses that were coming out. And eventually that broke 
And this woman, you could just see just released and relaxed. And I, you know, it was a battle for her. But now I know that she is saved and that she loves Jesus. And he has a great purpose and plan for her. And she's working and she's got a new life. So, yes, the name of Jesus is the most powerful name in the world. Wow. That was great. Yeah. Linda, do you have anything to add to that? You know, I have a few stories like that, but one of the things that I'd actually like to share is that recently, during all of this time, I I have been, I don't know if I read something or, you know, when I was reading scripture, but I was reminded to call on the name of Jesus mm-hmm. anytime, mm-hmm. any time of the day. And if you're, you know, just if I was struggling or just like not sure or, and I found myself doing it. And I've been doing it. It's been like a month, and it's been awesome. Great. I just, yeah, it just, it just brings this peace and calm and, like, I don't know, direction. Yeah. It so, does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, honestly, as believers, and I, 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 I do this at events when I speak at them. Yeah. We are missing out when we don't use the name of Jesus Christ. There is power against not only the enemy, and now you might be thinking, oh, Reagan's stories was kind of wild, and Shug's told some, and Linda. No, you guys open the Bible. The story's in there. Look, the best soap opera in the world. There's murder and mayhem and, and sex. Yes, I'm going to say it. And there's adultery and intrigue. You just got to, you got to read. And, and miracles and stuff that would might freak you out, but nope, we're in faith, right? Because yeah. this shows on freak out or faith. But hey, that's the important part. For you. Pardon? How many women do you think you've led to the Lord in prison? Under the name of Jesus, right? Under the name of Jesus. Tens of tens of thousands. Amen. And not women, just yeah. people in yeah. general. Um, you know, because I speak in a lot of men's prisons, yeah. too. So tens of thousands of hands have gone in the air because of the power of the name mm. of Jesus Christ, and that's it. it. had nothing to do with me, the evangelist. It has everything about what God can do. Amen. As a matter of fact, when I preach in men's prisons in Africa, they come up because they're like, well, who's this blonde-haired Mzungo in the worst part of, of uh, you know, Rwanda, <laughs> where we're at? And so it's out of curiosity they listen, and God does all the work. And I just love to see what God does. Just amazing. Amazing. I just want to add one thing for those people listening right now. I have a lot of people telling me they're waking up in the middle of the night and they can't sleep. Mm. And that's when the name of Jesus is very powerful. Praying the blood of Jesus over you, your What family. does that mean? Okay, what does that mean? Praying the blood of Jesus. Someone's like, what? Well, because Jesus died for our sins and the blood was the atonement for all of our sins, for all of humanity, his blood is so powerful. So what my husband and I do if one of us can't sleep is we wake up and we pray out loud that the protective blood of Jesus uh, would protect us and the enemy will flee because the enemy doesn't like the name of Jesus. So praying in his name and his power um, and then just praying, we usually just fall back asleep. But I think that's a very powerful tool that a lot of people forget about in the middle of the night because then we just let our thoughts go and we have to hold our thoughts prisoner to Jesus and not the enemy. Amen. Linda, do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and pray? No, never. I know. (laughs) Actually, do you want to know something? Yes, I do all the time. And one of the people that I have prayed for in the middle of the night was George. My husband. When she was pregnant with their son. And I didn't hardly know Reagan at all. I was in a group with her and I, and I woke up and I started praying for her, but God really put George on my heart. 
Oh, yeah. praise God. Yeah. Now we have our miracle yeah. Henry. Thank you. Henry. I know. Hi to Henry. <laughs> we love Henry. We yeah. love Henry. But, you yeah. know, Linda, you're a prayer warrior. Yes. I know you are. You've prayed for me in yeah. Africa. You prayed for me here. I mean, all of a sudden you're like, sugar, I can't sleep because I'm praying for you. And I'm like, thanks, I need it. Yes. But, um, you know, I, and I love that about you. That's how God has wired you. And so it's important yeah. to know his word to get yeah. it, ladies, get into Bible study fellowship. Get into any Bible study. I don't care where it is. Look it up. Find your local church. Find out what they're studying. Find a God rocking church, though, by the way. There's a lot of churches that are not necessarily following God's word. And how do you know that? You only know a counterfeit when you know the real thing. So the only way you can know the real thing is, ladies, we spend more time looking at gossip rags and magazines. Open the Bible. It's super exciting. And so there's power in his name. We're to believe and ask when anxiety hits, like Reagan had said, um, we're supposed to say it in the name of Jesus. If you can't sleep at night, ladies, start to pray. That's And then, boom, I fall asleep after that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about know how to triumph, though. Mm-hmm. Who wants to talk about that? I love um, that verse that I first heard you speak in prison, Shug, and it's you weren't incarcerated. I just have to clarify. I that. mean, no, I was <laughs> serving the Lord in prison, which I love. They triumphed over him by the who's the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Mm-hmm. And this is the part that w- that we don't say all the time. And I and I love this. They did not love their life so much as to shrink from death. Revelation twelve eleven. And really, when we are believers in Jesus Christ, we triumph by the blood that I talked about, his atoning blood and sacrifice, but also by how our what our story is and how we got to know him and how he uh, loved us first so we could love him. But also when we know that we know that we're going to be in eternity with him. So we have no fear no matter what happens to us. We don't hold our lives so closely that we don't know where we're going because we have a whole nother eternity in heaven with each other, believers in Christ with him. So that gives me great, great peace to share Jesus with everyone. And I really think day to day, especially in times like this, be present and triumph over fear through Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. I want to know where my believing girlfriends are when this stuff's hitting the fan, ladies. I want to know where you are when you're starting to freak out or when life is starting to look upside down and it's not right. If it's not right, you need to take a stand in the name of Jesus Christ and everything we'd already talked about. Get right with the Lord, be in prayer, repent, get connected in his word, and then say something for goodness sakes. Okay, John's going to have to turn my microphone down because I'm way too excited. And you don't really have to, John, but I'm just saying. Um, Linda, do you get riled up about when you get an opportunity to triumph? You know, Revelation 12, 11, super clear. And by the way, get baptized, ladies, because this was a verse that he talked mm-hmm. about in baptism. It's, it's, it's your... Um, it's, it's your testimony and the blood of the lamb. So your testimony, you get baptized. God had told us to do this. Baptism and belief goes hand in hand. So Linda, share with me a little bit about triumph and what you've experienced. Okay. through I'll, I'll continue on with this COVID-19 and the riot. We were sitting outside with our neighbors. And I said the only way that I have peace is through that. They commented on my calmness. Hmm. Said, "Well, the only way that I'm doing this is with the grace of God and praying every day, all day long, throughout the day." And my neighbor started going down to. There is a um, chapel area that's outside by St. Thomas University, and he started going down there and praying in the morning. Hmm. 
after that. So we can have victory by by the way we're living our life and what we're doing and affecting other people in the midst of, especially yes. in the midst of um, situations that are challenging, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and, and, and look at light shows up so much. God shows up so much brighter. He does. Amen. And look at how your neighbors even said, Linda, you're so calm during this. Now, I've never been known as a calm person, but I do hope and pray that at least I feel solid to people, you know. And and people will come to you when they're stressing out. You know, ladies, we're talking about freak out or faith. I'm Sugbury, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics, and I gotta say goodbye. Mm I am so bummed that we cannot be together longer, but I want to give a big thank you to Reagan Kramer and Linda Burns, two of the most beautiful women ever. Find us on YouTube, subscribe, and would you guys do me a favor, rate it, rate our podcast where you're listening, because that rises us up out of the cream to the very top. My name is Sugbury. I love you, ladies. All you got to say is hello to Jesus. Come into my life, and you will be saved. Over and out. I love you.